is Crystal Nicole with Live Your Best Life. I'm hoping 2022 is treating you pretty well. I know it hasn't been, you know, a whole lot of time. I mean, we've only been a month in, but hopefully it's treating you better than it has the last couple of years. I think we can all agree that none of us ever saw COVID lasting as long as it did. I remember when, you know, we started seeing it on online back in like 2019, like the end of 2019. And then it started to hit the states in 2020. And my friends and I were actually, we were going out. We were going out in, it was in March. It was actually for one of our friend's birthday. And all of our parents were like, be careful, like COVID's running out there. Like this might be the last night you guys go out. And we were joking around, laughing, we're like, ha ha, yeah, whatever. You know, we're going out anyway. Because uh, everything was normal at that time. Well, little did we know that Monday, everything shut down. <laughs> Literally, like we were in lockdown and we were all nervous because we had been out. You know, now all of a sudden it's like all the laughs that we had a couple of days prior to that, they shut down. We're like, oh my God, like this thing is real. Uh, People are losing their lives over this. People are getting infected. Uh, So the world shut down in 2020. And, you know, obviously we started, we've started to see things kind of open back up again, but life hasn't really been the same since COVID happened. I can knock on wood uh, that I've not known anyone personally as far as uh, within my family uh, that has lost their lives uh, to COVID. But I know many have and many still do. And they're still battling it. And it's just it's crazy to see what all of this has done to many people's lives. You know, a lot of people have lost work. A lot of people have lost loved ones. Life has changed. A lot of people have had to move back home because they can't survive because they've lost work. But if there's things that I can look in to all the bad that has happened, I think the good that I've seen a lot of people kind of do for within themselves is a lot of people have kind of opened up their own businesses. I know in the middle of a pandemic, it's crazy and it's scary, but a lot of people have kind of reevaluated their own lives and kind of just took a step back and like, what do I want to do for my life? Do I want to work in the corporate world for the rest of my life? Do I want to do this kind of line of work for the rest of my life? Do I, you know, want to follow my dreams for once? And you're seeing more people just kind of start changing their mind with what they're doing and kind of viewing life in a different way, almost like life is short. You know, why am I going to wait till this time to go ahead and do what I want to do when I might not make it at that point or I might not have that job or whatever. Everyone's mindset is just completely changed. Now, now, granted, you still have some people that no matter what you put in front of them, no matter what, they won't be scared or they'll be too scared to take a leap of faith. And they're just going to, you know, a year from now, they're going to be in the same situation, still unhappy and still miserable. Right. I mean, it happens. A lot of people have that mind of I have to do to survive. And I think we've seen a lot of people coming out of the covid and during it, look at it more of. I want to do because I want to be happy. I want to be fulfilled. I don't want to just be in a you know nine to five job because I have to pay the bills. You know, if I am going to be in a job, I want it to be something that I enjoy and something that I like. And a lot of people have even gone back to school. I'm actually one of them. I went back to school in January of 2021, right before I was let go from my job. And it was because I started to see life a little bit different. I've always enjoyed helping people. I've always enjoyed 
enjoyed seeing people succeed to their potential. And even during moments of my life when I knew I wasn't at my potential, I still thrived to want to see other people live their potential. I know that that sounds like completely backwards, right? It's almost like I didn't put my oxygen mask on and I put someone else's first kind of thing. You know, you should put your oxygen mask on first, yada, yada, yada. I know it sounds very backwards, but it's weird because in that it also helped me with my healing. So in 2021, I started psychology classes. I felt like I wanted to just kind of give back, help people uh, along the way. I I love giving to people. It's just, I don't know. I've realized what a high and thrill I get when I hear from someone that says, hey, your encouragement or your advice pushed me into this direction and I'm I'm just so happy. And little did I know that taking my psychology classes was actually going to launch me in my own personal healing. I, you know, I always post very inspirational and uplifting posts on my social media and I get a lot of, you know, feedback from people, you know, oh, I needed to hear that. Thank you so much for that. And I guess the saying fake it till you make it is really true in how I have been living um, up to date. I'd say, you know, in the last year, maybe kind of deprogramming myself from all that through taking my classes for psychology, which in that we also basically have our own therapy because our professors end up being our therapists. They have one-on-one sessions with us and they kind of help us through things. And I mean, honestly, it makes sense, right? Because they want to make sure whoever they're putting out there to help these people and and to their literally graduating, they want to make sure that these people are healed and that they're not, you know, psychos that are going out there. (laughs) Like, I mean, true, right? Like, you can't send someone who's wounded out there to help someone else. And I'm kind of glad through it because it's helped me. So a little bit more into me and... I guess I have learned that in order for people to take me serious and for me to be able to take the compliments and the comments that I've been getting for people, I need to be more authentic and I need to share a little bit more of me uh, with you. Obviously, I've been always open about my disability. You know, I wear a prosthetic leg. I was born with a short femur. No, no accident. No major life trauma happened to me. It just, I just came out that way. <laughs> my parents, they, they couldn't co-parent. They ended up divorcing. The co-parenting was just not there. It, each of them had their own battle and their own quote-unquote problems and demons that they had to go through that I guess they couldn't pull away from it to be able to realize, okay, the person that we need to be focused on, the person that we need to be worried about is our daughter. And, you know, when you have a kid who's born, a manual is not handed to you. And especially a kid with a disability who needs a little extra tender, loving care, who's going to need more assistance, it's going to need more time and dedication. Sometimes both parents can't do it. And, you know, I had one parent who stepped up, which, you know, is is very obvious is my mom. I talk about her all the time. And, you know, I'm grateful for everything that she's ever done for me for my entire life. And, you know, dare I say we have a perfect relationship? No, absolutely not. We're definitely working on it. Uh, Our relationship today is way better than it was before. And then, of course, I had the one parent who just you know, decided this isn't for me. I, I'm, I'm going to go down my own path and I'm going to go this way. And that's just how life's going to be. And, you know, I kind of had uh, my dad in my life here and there. I, I guess I tried, you know, as the kid. And uh, sometimes you realize that adults, they're not adults. <laughs> they kind of 
not everyone evolves. Not everyone kind of grows and realizes their own mistakes and their own things. And those are times you just kind of have to let people be. And it took a long time for me to heal from, quote unquote, my dad abandoning me. But also those abandonment wounds and issues I grew up with. Uh, I was very, um, I guess, judgmental of myself in the fact that everyone is gonna leave me like I I was definitely under the mindset that my father had left me because of my disability he couldn't handle it and and I was fed that as well and I don't know that people realize that when you tell your kids something that may be true or may not be true but it's definitely an unnecessary thing to say you don't realize the harm that you're actually causing on this little thing that's actually growing and I didn't realize any of those that that I had those problems until I got older and you know life just kind of started to unfold and I would see and things would trigger me and I'm like what like why is that doing to me and and honestly it wasn't until I started taking these psychology classes that I'm like whoa so you're broken because of your childhood (laughs) you're broken because two broken people had you and they couldn't heal they didn't heal Uh, luckily you know over the years I've been able to grow with my mom and we've been able to kind of work through our own personal problems and things that we've had and I've been you know there's been moments that we've been bluntly honest with the other person and it's not always easy but these are conversations that had I had we not started having them we wouldn't be developing the relationship that we have today right Uh, the great relationship that's starting to become a healthy relationship where I'm able to you know tell her things and it's not going to get triggered or she's able to say things to me and it's not going to trigger. It's really weird. It's really weird what my psychology classes have done for me. And little did I know that all of those issues even led me into a relationship that was emotionally and physically abusive. I remained in a relationship with someone who also had their own problems. It's like two wounded people coming together. And I mean, that's like a sonic boom, right? Well, you both have abandonment issues (laughs) and you're both hanging on in a very manipulative way. And then someone just kind of snaps. And in this case, that someone was my ex. It started becoming very verbally abusive on both ends. I'm I'm not innocent in any of it. It was on both ends, but I... I was the, he triggered me, so I'm going to say something to kind of get back at you. I've always been that person uh, prior to that where I didn't really voice myself a whole lot. But in that relationship, I guess I learned to voice myself in a very toxic way. And it was because I was mirroring, we were mirroring um, wounds to each other. But then that relationship became physical when I didn't give in to his manipulation at one point because I started to see like, okay, this is very, A, toxic toxic of me and B, this is extremely toxic of you. Like, this is not okay. I'm I'm not going to be dealing with this anymore. And uh, that was the first night that he put his hands on me uh, when I started to speak up for myself. And it got to the point where I was terrified for my life. I had no idea how I was going to get out of the situation, but I knew that I had to because it's one of those things where I'm able to tell my friends, if you're in that kind of relationship, you need to get out. But it's easier said than done. And until you're in that situation you don't realize how hard it is and no one no one around me ever knew that I was in this relationship like this 
and why I stayed in it as long as I did. And it goes back to just abandonment issues. I didn't want to be alone. I didn't, you know, I wanted to be able to help him. I wanted to be that person who didn't give up on someone. And sometimes you just have to. It's not that you're giving up on the person. It's that you are standing up for yourself and you have to save yourself. You know, again, it goes back to you have to put your gas mask on first before you can help someone else's. Your oxygen mask, I guess not your gas mask. Well, maybe your gas mask too. You know what I mean? You got to put your mask on first before you can help anyone else. And at that time, it was just, he would say things like, oh, everyone's, you know, kind of always left me. I've never uh, had anyone that was really there. Everyone gave up on me. Okay, well, that's not my fault, right? And it's not anyone's fault. It's just life. It's how life is. And until we're able to kind of heal that stuff, you know, not to put yourself in a situation like that. And that's what I did. I did for way too long. And then I finally escaped it and started to work on myself, started to question everyone and everything around me. Like at that point, um, after getting out of that relationship, everyone is bad. Everyone is going to hit you. Everyone has an incentive. Everyone is a liar. That's how I viewed all men. And that's unfair. That's unfair for them. And it's definitely unfair for me. That's what that relationship did to me. And then as I started taking my psychology classes, I had to realize, whoa, I had to pull back completely. I had to pull back on my life and ask myself, where does the root of all this come from? Why did I allow something to escalate as bad as it did? How did I allow my own toxicity to get in the mix of this? And where does it start? And it all stemmed back from my own childhood, from things that I experienced that I had seen as a kid, and I didn't realize that. And a lot of us are walking around with wounds from our childhood that we've not fixed, that we've not you know, taken a look at. And it's hard. Oh, my God. When you finally start to dig in and really want to start to purge and, and heal and clear, man, it is hard. That's why, you know, people rather just drink or smoke or, you know, get into drugs because it's easier. It's an easier escape than actually doing the the work. Believe me, I know because I was at the bottom of a bottle before. I was that person who thought, man, if I just smoke a little weed, it'd be so much easier. It won't matter. You know, that's temporary fix. And then people become addicted to it. I'm lucky that my addiction never got the best of me, that I, you know, started taking these psychology classes and it started to help. A lot of people kind of look down on therapy like, oh, I don't need that. It's fine. I've got a six pack. Well, that six pack tonight is going to start into a 12 pack and then that 12 pack is going to turn into like a 40 pack. And then all of a sudden now you've got bigger issues on top of the issues you already have. And now you're also hurting someone else because you don't want to be alone and, and, and you're miserable. Now everyone's miserable. So when I started to take these classes and realized that therapy was okay and that it was okay to actually have these issues and that the fact that I had noticed that there was a problem uh, was a step in the right direction. But had I not wanted to be a therapist and help other people, I'm not sure that I ever would have gotten to that point. And it's hard to admit to yourself that, hey, I might need help. I might need to seek therapy because for so long, and I know, you know, my mom's generation, they won't admit to wanting to go to therapy or needing therapy. Like they were raised that you work hard, you do well, and you just brush everything under the table. You do. And and that's not how you work things. It's like tomorrow's another day. Well, no, because that problem is still there. And now it's layering and it's layer after layer after layer. 
and there's more problems. And now you have kids who now you are then bleeding those problems onto, not even realizing it. So if you are dealing with something and you somehow have this mind where you can handle it alone or you want to handle it alone or maybe you don't have a great support system because not everyone does. I'm very fortunate that I have a very strong support group and um, I'm I'm lucky for the friends that I have gathered over the years. Uh, some friendships have had to end because, you know, sometimes you're just not you're not meant to be friends for very long. It's a, it's a very short period. And other times some just grow and they bloom and they become extremely healthy and And those are exactly what you need in your life. And I've always said that you don't get to choose your family, but you certainly get to choose your friends. And you certainly get to learn the good people, the good positive friends, the ones who are there for you through the good, the bad and the ugly. And those who are just there only when things are shiny (laughs) or only when they want to come in and just bring you down because you got some of those friends too. But yeah, so therapy is not uh, something that people should look down on. I think that it's something that all of us uh, should consider. And, you know, granted, do your homework on it. Uh, There are definitely different forms of therapy out there. But I think that a lot of people over the last couple of years have really learned to heal. And healing is so important. Whatever it is that you're healing is keep doing it. You know, and the reason why I'm even doing this is because I've gotten so many people who've reached out to me and they've asked, how do you do it? Like, how do you stay so positive? And then you got the others who's like, your life is so perfect. You know, you this always happens. And it's like, well, it's not. I just, like everyone else, can hide behind a mask on social media. And I promised myself that in 2022 that I would be more authentic to myself. And if I want to help people, that I need to be more honest with you. And I need to be more authentic and tell you the true things when I'm having a bad day or when I'm having a good day. It is okay. I know that there is a generation out there that you are not allowed to show emotions. You are not allowed to have any feelings. You are just supposed to work blood sweat and tears no (laughs) you are a human being with feelings with emotions and it is a roller coaster of a ride sometimes and life can suck (laughs) it is not always going to be raindrops gummy bears and unicorns it is going to be shitty at times and you're going to want to give up but you got to keep going because there are people out there who need you there are people out there who love you and there are people out there who will hold your hand and will be there but one thing I will say is you also have to remember that everyone is going through something I have learned over the years um, I would say over the last year I'm not going to even say over the years but over the last year uh, if I need to vent to a friend uh, about something that I'm going through I will ask them, are you in a place to receive me? Are you in a place where you can have this conversation? Because sometimes I don't know what they're going through. Some people hide behind a mask and they'll never tell you. You'll never know. I mean, I've had friends for years. We've been friends since kids and they won't tell you everything because we're all embarrassed. We all think that someone's going to judge us for something. And I think that once we all start to realize that you don't have to judge someone and someone, not everyone is going to judge you, then maybe we'll all start to be a little bit more open with each other. And the more open we are with each other, the more honest we could be and the more 
honest we could be. Um, the easier relationships with our parents, with our kids, with our significant others, uh, with everyone can really start to open up and change, you know. But in the end, life is shitty. It's not always perfect. With all the quotes and the and the positive things that I put on my social media, I can't just sit here and, and be pretend that my, my life is put together because Lord knows it's not. I have been known to be a hot mess. I am still a hot mess, but I am a hot mess in, in working progress. I'm learning through my own mistakes as well as, you know, those who've come before me. They've had mistakes. And I, I read somewhere where it says that our generation and the generations coming are kind of purging and detoxing all the toxic generations that were behind us the you know we're considered the millennials are considered the softies but honestly I think the millennials are the ones that are realizing and and teaching people that it's okay to have feelings now there are some that kind of get, get a little too crazy and you get a little too like up in your feels you know you still got to live you still got to survive you still have to work so we got to be able to find that balance <laughs> between hot mess life and not so hot mess I know it's a lot to take in <laughs> uh, but we definitely have to find that that balance and I think together we can and I think together we could heal so I want to take a moment to thank every single one of you your messages your kind words uh, I don't think you realize how much you've helped me grow over the last couple of years especially 2021 was just a hot mess of a year for me. I lost my job. I was on a quote unquote fun employment, but really wasn't as fun because I mean, granted, it had its moments, but there was a lot of alcohol and there was a lot of moments where I had no idea what was going to happen. I had no idea where I was going to work. I had no idea if I was going to have to pick up my life and relocate. And I did. And for eight months, I lived in Virginia and then I somehow moved again. A lot of people ask like, well, that was like really just spur the moment it was it was not planned and it was I followed my heart <laughs> and whether or not that leads me to losing a job again Lord I hope not but I've literally said this is my last stop in radio like if I get fired again in radio I'm done like hopefully psychology will be well for me and that we could figure that out and my way to Delilah will literally end <laughs> but no I, I definitely have high hopes uh, you know it, I've learned from my own mistakes as to why I got fired you know I, I never thought that I would get fired um, I always honestly thought that I would be the person that would have resigned from that job but also in a way I feel that it was a lesson I needed to learn right no one ever has gotten fired from a job and be like man I clearly needed to learn that lesson but no really I did I definitely had to humble myself I definitely had to learn a lesson in the mix and at the time when it happened oh man I was just angry there was no lesson in it it was all their fault for sure no girlfriend girlfriend has learned her (laughs) she's learned her place and has realized you had you had fault in it too but life happens and you know then when I went to Virginia I honestly was like oh, I'll be here like a year or two but when I left if of course it was easier to leave Virginia than it was to leave Pennsylvania I never wanted to leave Pennsylvania I mean not at that time I think just getting fired really made it harder uh, but when I took the job in Virginia, I was definitely like, okay, well, I'm closer to PA. I will still see everyone that I love the most. But then like my Monday through Friday, I wasn't really happy there. I, it wasn't me. I was starting to not, I didn't know who I was. And I think that it was a mix of getting fired and then taking the psychology classes and purging. I didn't really have an attachment to Virginia. And when North Carolina opened up, we all know my love for the beach. I had family here. I had friends here. So it was, okay, well, I'm going to take a leap of faith. And, and I don't know 
know what's going to happen. I have no idea what's going to happen. And I have no idea if the grass is going to be greener on the other side. But I know that I am not happy where I'm at right now. And I got to figure it out. And then, of course, I had to take a step back to make sure that that I wasn't just seeking some kind of happiness and that maybe there was something that I had to work on within myself. So, you know, it took a while before I accepted the position. But then I realized, no, this is the right move. It's the right move right now anyway. I I don't know what's going to happen in a year or even in six months. I know I'm tired of moving. (laughs) I know I have no plans of moving. And I do know that I find myself waking up over the last three weeks with a little bit more pep in my step. So I know that I made the right decision there. And I know that we're going to ride this wave and we're going to see what happens. And I'm going to continue with my psychology classes and I'm going to continue being more authentic and uh, being real with you. Because if I want my followers, my friends, the people who I have I talk to on a regular to really take my words of encouragement, I have to live it day to day. I have to feel it within myself. I can't fake it till I make it anymore. I actually have to live it. And that's my plan for 2022. Because if I live it, then I can help you live it as well. And then we can really be living our best life. Thanks for listening.